Welcome to the Emily the Mystic Show. You're about to walk through a portal that leads to all things mystical, magical, spiritual, and supernatural. I'm your host, Emily. I'm a spiritual mentor and Akashic Records practitioner and teacher, an intuition development coach, and a galactic channeler. If you're an old soul on a self-discovery and healing journey, you are in the right place. We'll be diving in deep to some of my favorite mystical topics, including manifestation, past lives, the spirit world, energy, and so much more. Get ready to embrace your inner mystic and live your most authentic life possible. The portal is now open. Hello, soul fam, and welcome to episode two of the Emily the Mystic show. As always, I am so excited that you are here. There is something special that is happening for episode two of this podcast, which is that I have also decided to do a video version of this podcast for my YouTube family so that if you decide that you want to watch the video version of this podcast, you can absolutely do that on my YouTube channel. Or if audio is more your thing, then of course, you can still listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. So now you have the option. And it's really interesting because we're going to be talking about a bit about this today when I dive into today's topic, which is my spiritual business journey. But one thing that's important for you to help you get to know me better is that part of my purpose is experimentation, trying new things, and finding what works best for me so that I can help you discover the same and learn from my mistakes so that hopefully you can save yourself some time, some effort, and some energy. So we'll be learning more about why that's such an important part of me and my purpose in just a bit. But without further ado, I want to dive into what this episode is all about, which is my spiritual business journey. So if you listen to episode one, where I dive into my personal life story and how I got started doing this work in the first place, you may have been left with some questions around, well, how did you take all of that life's experience, Emily, and turn it into a full-time spiritual business? What were some of the steps that you took? What was your journey of starting your business from scratch as a corporate employee turned physical, personal trainer? (laughs) And how did you take all of that experience and knowledge and turn it into a spiritual business? So that's what this episode is all about. There are going to be a ton of nuggets in here of information and learning so that you can, if you are an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, ideally take some of my learnings and apply them to your own life, your own business. And so I hope you leave here with some really profound takeaways of what to do on your own divine business journey. And of course, this is not going to be an all-inclusive episode. There is so much wisdom that I have learned over the last three years as a business owner. And of course, there will be future podcasts episodes to come on this topic, but I will do my best to cover as much as I can during the course of this episode. So let's get right on into it. I want to start by leading this episode with sharing with you 
some information about me that I did not share in episode one, again, so that you can get to know me better. And when you understand how I am built as a human being, how I was designed, how I chose my incarnation plan for this lifetime, you will hopefully get a better idea and a better grasp of how just wired I am naturally at an energetic level, a physical level for this work. I was built to do this. This is my purpose. And you'll you'll really start to see that in some of the things that I'm about to share with you. So I hope that you hear and notice some pieces of yourself in the information that I'm about to share. And perhaps you'll notice that you may be very different from me, and that's okay too. You may be wired for entrepreneurship and business in a totally different way than me. So by no means, I don't want you to feel like, oh, wow, just because Emily is this way means that she's the perfect divine entrepreneur. No, that's not my purpose in sharing it with you. But it will help you understand why I do what I do and how I've been able to gain a lot of success, honestly, in a relatively short period of time. So let's get into that. So first of all, I want to talk about my astrology. So I am a Pisces sun. I am a Taurus rising, and I am a Gemini moon. So for those of you who are familiar with astrology, I am talking about my big three signs. So that is my sun, my moon, and my rising sign. I, again, am a Pisces sun, Taurus rising, Gemini moon. And that creates the unique combination of energy that I am. So if you are familiar with astrology, you will notice that my sun sign, Pisces, is a water sign. My rising sign, Taurus, is an earth sign. And my moon sign, Gemini, is an air sign. So I love that I came into this lifetime with a perfect combination of three different (laughs) elemental energies to combine to create who I am today. So with my Pisces sun, and for those of you who aren't familiar, the sun sign is your identity. It's who you really identify as. It is your persona, your personality. It's really the, the sign that we recognize the most when we talk about astrology and what When you see astrology out there in popular culture and you see horoscopes, that's what we know to be the sun sign. So my sun sign is Pisces. I have a February birthday. And Pisces is the dreamy, mystical sign of the zodiac. It's the last sign in the zodiac wheel. And Pisces is such a mysterious, intuitive, dreamy, creative sign. It's the perfect sign for being a spiritual business owner in a lot of ways. That isn't to say, again, that the other signs are not aligned for spiritual business. Of course, they are in different ways. But Pisces is really the classic sign when we think about being psychic, when we think about intuitive. Again, it is that really mystical, intuitive sign of the zodiac. So that is the sign that I was born with. And also my Taurus rising. So Taurus is an earth sign. It is a very grounded energy. Taurus, people like myself, we love the beauty and the wonder of this physical realm. We love beautiful things. We love living a very aesthetic life. We love luxury and material goods and 
anything that can make us feel like, ooh, we can really enjoy the bounty of this earth plane and the bounty of physical life. That is the sign of Taurus. Again, it is a very grounded energy. So one reason why I love my rising sign, by the way, if you're not familiar with the rising sign in terms of astrology, it basically means your outward persona, the energy that you share with the world, the way that people view you externally, how people see you as. So basically, if you were to guess what my astrology sign was, the answer may be Taurus because, again, of that grounded energy. And I love having a Taurus rising because it really helps me be more approachable as a business owner. And it helps me allow myself to really share higher level spiritual guidance from a more grounded, embodied approach. The Pisces wants to be up in the clouds meditating all day. Taurus, I'm here in the body. I am present. I might be sitting on a beautiful chair with a comfy blanket, but I am here and grounded and present with you. So that allows me to be even more relatable again and help share really complicated spiritual topics in a very approachable and modern way. So that's my Taurus rising. And finally, Gemini moon. So your moon sign is who you are internally. It's your inwards self. It's who you see yourself as. And it's also your emotional source and sense of safety and security and comfort. So I am a Gemini moon. Gemini is the most curious sign of the zodiac. Geminis are lifelong learners, constantly curious about a new topic, reading all of the books, listening to all of the podcasts, wanting to hear all of the information, learn about it all, and also wanting to engage with other people and talk about it and have really fun conversations and hear from new perspectives and wanting to expand one's conscious awareness to be able to see things in different ways. So, of course, starting a podcast would be perfect for someone with a Gemini moon because this helps me really feel even more connected with myself internally. And being able to eventually interview people for this podcast, get to know other points of view, and also learn new things along the way with this podcast is perfect. So the work that I do is so perfectly aligned with who I am at an astrological level. I also have a Scorpio North Node. So the North Node represents in astrology your future purpose, where you're aiming to go in terms of your overall soul's incarnation path. May not be something that you necessarily achieve in this lifetime, although it can be. And so for me, with the Scorpio North Node, it's so focused on depth. Scorpio is a very mysterious and deep and wise sign. And so the work that I do with my clients really helps them see themselves in such a deep way. We go deep with our healing in the work that I do. And in this podcast as well, you're going to be hearing me go deep on a lot of topics. So of course, the Scorpio North Node, so perfect, right? Perfectly aligned for doing this work. So that's a little bit about me from an astrology perspective. I also want to share with you a little bit about me from a human design perspective because I think that perspective is also really interesting. So human design, if you're not familiar with it, you can find your human design chart by Googling human design. There are lots of free charts out there. 
It's not a gatekeeped uh, topic or secret. There are also a lot of people who talk about it. I am not an expert in astrology or human design, but I love to view my work through this lens and to view, help my clients view themselves through these lenses as well. Again, it's all a tool to help you get to know yourself better. So in human design, for those of you who get it and know, I am a 1-3 sacral manifesting generator. So what does that mean? That's a big concept. So my profile is 1-3. That basically means in layman's terms that my life, my life's work throughout all ages and stages is ruled by trial and error experiencing life, being a student in the school of life. I talked about that in episode one. (laughs) So going throughout the course of my life, discovering new things, trying new things, trying things that don't necessarily succeed, possibly failing at some of those things, learning some lessons, trying again, figuring it out, and then teaching it to you and then helping you understand it. And then taking everything that I've learned and telling you, here's what I did wrong. Here's what I did right. Here's what did not work for me. Here's what did work. And take this with you. Save yourself some time. Don't do what I did. And I love that this is my human design profile type because it really helps me see that when I'm working with clients, when I'm working with you, when we're on the podcast together, I am taking my life's experience and wisdom and everything that I've learned and distilling it down again to help you have a better approach to your own life. And like I said, maybe save yourself a few steps along the way. Not that my way is better (laughs) than your way by any means, but also to help you see things from the perspective of someone who's done it and who's tried it and who's figured it out because that can be a really beautiful thing to learn from someone in that position or place. And then being a sacral manifesting generator. So as a manifesting generator, I have a lot of energy to do a lot of different things. I am, my energy is all over the map. I constantly am working on new projects. I have a bunch of new things going all of the time. That is just me. That's just me. I've been that way my whole life. I've been the person in 10 million different clubs doing art, doing music, you know, reading a bunch of different books, taking a bunch of classes in different topics. My senior year of college, I took a glass blowing class. I took yoga for credit. I took weightlifting for credit and I did it all and then some. So that's the manifesting generator in me and being ruled by my sacral authority means that I get to live a life where I follow what lights me up. And anything that doesn't light me up or makes me feel like, oh, no, thank you, I'm not supposed to be doing. So that's really important for me to know as a business owner and to really embody that is I need to be doing things in my business that are fun and that bring me joy. You know, that's such a powerful rule of thumb to live by for all of us, right? But for me, especially as a sacral authority, and maybe you too, maybe you are a generator or manifesting generator in your own in your own human design. I hope that helps you kind of understand a little bit more about how it works for you to live your life in a, in a hopefully much lighter and more free way. So that's a little bit about my human design. And again, I don't want this to seem like I am 
telling you that maybe if you're a projector or a reflector or a manifester or a different human design type or maybe you are a Cancer in terms of astrology or a Sagittarius, that it means that you're not wired for business or entrepreneurship. Absolutely not. You're just wired for it in a totally different way than I am. And I want to hear your expertise. I want to know what works for you. (laughs) And also, too, to remember that I know I have a lot of projector clients in my world, a lot of projector friends in my life, family members. And projectors, I love y'all. And you don't have the same amount of energy that (laughs) we do, that generators and manifesting generators do. So if that's you... Don't force yourself to do more than you can handle because you're just going to burn yourself out. So take it a day at a time, a step at a time, and follow your own authority in terms of human design. Again, we'll talk about human design in a future episode. But for now, for those of you who get it, for those of you who know, those are my words of wisdom for you today. So now I want to talk a little bit about my numerology too, because again, numerology is such an interesting lens through which I view myself and life. So in numerology, we all have what's called a life path number. You get the life path number by adding up all of the digits in your birth date, distilling them down into one single digit between one through nine or having a master number 11, 22, or 33. So for me, when you distill the numbers down in my birth date, I am an eight life path. The number of the eight, the life path eight, what a lifetime to take on. The eight is the master CEO, authority, leader. The eight is the person in the driver's seat who is doing it all and then some. And I laugh about it because... It's so perfect what I chose to do in this lifetime, right? Choosing to be a spiritual business owner and, of course, picking a life path eight for myself at a higher level, I knew that I needed to be designed in such a way that I could handle and have a capacity for doing this work on a big scale. And that is ultimately my purpose is to get my work out to more and more people, to serve people all over the world, right? And having that life path A as the authority figure, as the leader, as the CEO is so perfectly aligned to help me do just that. But it's not been easy by any means. I've definitely resisted this life path number for a long time. I first learned about numerology when I was in high school. I still have a book from my childhood bedroom where I have my numerology notes from, my gosh, when I was probably 15, 16 years old, maybe even younger. And I remember learning that my life path number was eight and being like, oh my gosh, CEO, (laughs) an authority figure, a leader. I'm the quiet kid in the back of the classroom who would prefer not to participate and not to raise my hand. (laughs) I would prefer not to lead this group. But often I would find myself, of course, being picked to be, you know, the leader of the group project or finding myself, especially in my corporate job, in leading small groups or finding myself in positions where the management saw me as a leader and I totally did not see myself as one. So it's definitely been a suit that I've had to grow into and I'm still growing into. There's still so much room for growth in terms of my life path and where it is going to take me. So with all of that in mind, you can kind of get a better idea of my wiring, my personality, 
some of my traits and characteristics, again, through those different spiritual lenses that I find to be very interesting. If you don't know anything about any of what I just said, and it maybe you don't know anything about human design or astrology or the numerology life path, and you're a little bit confused, I hope that what I shared with you, some of the different traits at least made sense to you. But all these different things, there are a lot of resources out there on the internet. So don't be afraid if you're one of these has piqued your interest or intrigued you to do a little bit of searching and to see what comes up for you from that. So I want to get into now my story around my business journey where I left you off in episode one. You just learned that what really kickstarted my business was a program called the Kickstarter, the Cosmic Kickstarter, in fact, which was an intuition and psychic development course that really led and paved the way for me finding success financially as a business owner. So at this point in time in my Emily the Mystic timeline with the creation of that program, we're at the beginning of 2021. So I'm going to start us off there and I'm going to take you through the last couple of years, 2021, 22, 23, and now that we're in 2024, to help you again gain some perspective around my business journey to hopefully help you if this is something that you want to do or you've just been curious about how does Emily do it all and then some, you're going to hear from me in this podcast. So starting with 2021, I was still working in my corporate job at this point in time, but I was miserable (laughs) to say the least. I was having a really hard time We were still in the midst of the pandemic, and I honestly felt like there was a ticking time bomb on my job, meaning that I knew there was going to be a date in time where I would have to be back in the office, back in my old way of living my life, commuting to New York, commuting to the office. At this point, I'm working from home, by the way. And so the thought of having to go back to the office and resume everything again after the journey that I had just been on in 2020 was unacceptable. I had really basically created a new standard for myself where I really believed like I can never live that life again. I have to do everything in my power to not go back to that. So I created an end date in my mind for when I was going to leave, when I was going to resign from my position. And that end date in my head was around the time of my birthday that year in February of 2021. And I had kind of this date in the back of my mind. And so leading up to that decision and choice to leave, (laughs) I'm going to tell you some things and you're going to say, Emily, you are crazy for quitting your job at that moment in time. (laughs) And then I'm going to tell you what happened after that. And you're going to be like, whoa. Okay. So Leading up to me quitting my job in 2021, I had made approximately $200 in my business in January of 2021 through probably doing one reading. I was at the time doing mediumship readings virtually through a holistic therapy office here in Philadelphia. So I had made $200 from that one reading. I had no money saved. I had credit cards, of course, as we all do. And really no financial plan for how I was going to support myself, what I was going to do, how I was going to live. I just knew I needed to leave my job. And guess what else happened? Personal crisis. So I'm not going to go into too many details around this to respect the privacy of the person who is involved in this situation. 
But what I will say is that, of course, a family crisis hit. At the moment, quite literally, when I declared to myself that I was going to quit my job in February of 2021, this personal crisis began approximately at the end of 2020, around December of 2020. Basically, a a close family member fell quite ill. And going through that horrible family crisis at that time ripped my soul apart because I thought that I was going to lose this family member. I had all of this fear. Here I am thinking to myself, oh my God, I am literally about to quit my job and this family member of mine that I love so dearly is so sick. What am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? And I feel like for the majority of us, a lot of us would say, you know what? I have to focus on my family. I have to focus on helping this person heal. It's not the time for me to quit my job. The universe is telling me, no, got to stay in the job. Got to have some sense of safety and stability, at least to help myself get through the situation with the family member. And I did both. (laughs) I mean, I, I I should say I did the opposite. I both helped this person. I both dedicated my time and energy to my family, and I quit my job. And I did what most people would not dare to do. I decided to quit my job in the middle of that crisis. And what happened? The rest is history. I picked a specific day where I knew I had a conversation with my manager. I told her I was leaving. She was quite surprised because she did not see it coming hadn't really told anyone at my company what I was doing. I had hinted a little bit here and there, but they really had no idea. So it totally came out of left field. Long story short, I ended up having to leave a lot sooner than I was expecting. I thought that I would be able to give them a few weeks of my time to help them transition. They were like, nope, you're out, you're done at the end of this week. And I basically had to leave a lot sooner than I I thought I was going to do. And I want to speak to the story about my family member because I know from working with a lot of clients who are getting ready for a massive up level, like the one that I went through, I know from experience that when you declare to the universe that you are ready for a quantum leap, like quitting your job or doing something massive, maybe traveling the world or starting the business or whatever it is, there can be a challenge or a crisis where everything feels like it's falling apart. Those tower moments, like the tower card from tarot. You may feel like everything in your life is quite literally falling to shreds at that moment. And there may be even more challenge than you possibly could have thought. And guess what? It's a good thing because guess what? You're going through a massive death (laughs) energetically to prepare for a massive rebirth on the other side. I am so grateful for the lessons that I learned during that period. A family member is healthy and well at this point in time. And so I am grateful that I still went with my gut and my intuition. Of course, I didn't tell anyone in my family what I was doing because I knew that it would be met with fear and worry about my next steps and what that would mean for not just me, but also the family having to look after me quitting the job. So I didn't tell a single soul. And sometimes it's a choice that we have to make. How to inform people in a way that they have the capacity to receive in order to protect ourselves. And of course, now, since I've made that choice, I live a much more open life in terms of my business and my 
work and so on and so forth. My family is very much informed of everything that's going on. But at that moment in time, I had to make that choice to keep myself safe. And then after that, what happened? Well, all of a sudden, quit the job. I had all this time to focus on my business. In 2021, that first year of full year of my business was extremely experimental. I finally decided to launch my Emily the Mystic brand. Beginning of 2021, I was still Emily Logan Fitness. <laughs> I'm the Emily Logan Fitness coach. So I finally chose my new business name, Emily the Mystic, and decided to change all of my branding. I hired someone to build my website for me. I started my YouTube channel basically from scratch with the purpose of sharing psychic videos, intuitive videos. I started growing my Instagram, following a little bit more. I experimented with taking on one-on-one clients while still doing mediumship readings. At this point in time, I also started learning about the Akashic Records and working with a mentor who specialized in that and decided that that's for me. I'm in. So I signed up to learn how to read the Akashic Records for others. And I did so many things that really helped me experiment and play with and figure out my business. And what happened? Well, as I was experimenting, I took something that was proven, the Cosmic Kickstarter course, and blew it up. Basically, really focused my marketing efforts around that course, gained a bunch of new clients into that course, which became a quarterly offering, which I was able to receive consistent income from. And at the same time, what was really magical was that, so I quit my job in February of 2021. I had still a month's worth of income coming in for my corporate job that helped support me in March. In April was tax season. So I received a tax refund in the exact amount of money that I needed to survive for that month in April. And by May, because of the Cosmic Kickstarter and my readings, I was able to replace that corporate income and then some. And the rest has been history, which is really magical and really amazing. And I'm so grateful for all of it. And also, I've consistently put myself and my time and my effort into my business and trying new things, figuring out what works, figuring out what doesn't work. That same year, I dyed my hair purple. I got a photo shoot with my Emily, the new Emily the Mystic branding. I really practiced the Akashic Records and started switching my psychic and mediumship readings to focus more on the Akashic Records. And Again, that journey, the Akashic Records journey, is a story for another day on this podcast, so stay tuned on that note. But it really, what you need to know for now is that the Akashic Records are such a deep modality. They provide a window into the soul. They provide guidance at a deep, deep, deep soul level. In my personal opinion, I was able to help gain my clients gain a better result in the Akashic Records readings versus just a classic psychic and intuitive reading. I felt like I had, as an Akashic Records practitioner, so much more insight and knowledge and wisdom from the Akashic Records than I did just doing classic psychic readings. And so because of that and my focus on the Akashic Records, my business really started to take off from there. 
2022, I really got my groove on and my focus was on amplifying everything that I had already built. I started growing my YouTube channel through focusing on my galactic channeling specifically. So if you don't know, I channel different galactic beings here on YouTube where I am able to share knowledge and wisdom from different star beings and messages that they have to share with us. I also really started to dive into learning about different realms of spirituality. I was still teaching intuition and psychic gifts at that time. I switched the name of the Cosmic Kickstarter to be the Intuition Activation Academy. I started learning about doing different types of energy healing work, including doing energy healing for others, including learning how to release entities from myself. I met a mentor who helped me specifically with clearing negative entities from myself. Again, another topic for another time. Clearing my field and clearing my channel that year in 2022 really helped me skyrocket my business even more because I knew from the bottom of my soul that the messages that I was sharing in my content, on my channel, my YouTube channel, were coming from a clear place, from a place of someone who had done a lot of healing, from the place of someone who had done a lot of auric clearing work, a lot of release work to let go of negative attachments, that I was able to approach my channeling from a place of, wow, this is real and true. This is truth for me, for what's coming through. Again, Entity release, a whole other topic for another time for this podcast, but for the purpose of going through the timeline of my business journey, it is important because that really helped me gain some traction in my business and helped me build some confidence in myself as well. I also did some traveling in 2022, and one of the most profound things was I went to Sedona with a friend and at that time was activated to my light language gifts, which I am really working with and working on teaching this year in 2024. So my light language journey began in 2022. Again, another topic for us to dive into at another time. And I also finally started to teach the Akashic Records. At the time, I was teaching someone else's system of the Akashic Records, but I also knew that it was part of my purpose to share the Akashic Records with a wider audience. So I really fully focused my business on that modality in 2022, which takes us to 2023, last year. (laughs) My gosh, what a journey it's been. 2023 for me was really about focusing on growing in my power and in my magnetism as a business owner. Last year, I really focused a lot of my effort on seeing myself as an expert in my field, really letting go of the imposter syndrome, the comparison, seeing others in the spiritual field as being my competition and starting to see them as collaborators and people working towards the same goal, the same mission that I am. I really focused on growing my YouTube channel, my Instagram. I started doing entity release work for my own clients. I started a shadow work mentorship. And I did a lot of press and PR work to get the word out about my brand. I started working with an amazing PR 
person who helped me book some amazing editorial features and podcasts to help spread the word about my business. And I also finally hosted my first retreat in 2023 with an incredible friend of mine. And so as you can see, and the reason why I share this timeline with you for any future entrepreneurs out there, current entrepreneurs, is for you to see that Yes, my journey was really accelerated in three years, but I also made some major power moves over the course of three years. I quit my job, started the YouTube channel, really went all in on Instagram, posted consistently five days a week. I created a group mentorship. I started doing one-on-one mentoring. I took an Akashic Records class. I did so many different things, right? And I think sometimes when we see entrepreneurship from an outside perspective, we think, oh my gosh, this person had an overnight success. All of a sudden, one post went viral and it led to them getting a ton of business overnight and, you know, overnight money and all these things. And I'm sure someone out there in this world has had that experience. But for me, it's been dedicated effort. It's been taking me to launch new programs, try new things, take the course, work with a mentor, do all of these different things and let go of my fear around them, take the risks. One thing I'm really blessed with is I have an inherent quality for risk-taking. I've also been that way my whole life. I've been a little bit impulsive with my decisions (laughs) throughout the course of my life. Obviously, I quit my job after making $200 (laughs) in my business the month before. And that's what led me to success as a retail buyer. Retail buying is so entrepreneurial. It's such a risky job because you have to place millions of dollars in sales for the store that you're working for and hope that the inventory that you've bought will sell. That's kind of what I do now. I have to create these amazing courses and offerings and hope that you are going to love them and wait to see if it pays off. So my entrepreneurship journey has been a lot of trust. It has been a massive surrender journey. It has been a massive journey in leaping constantly and consistently in order to help my business, my brand, gain success and also for people like you to be able to find it. Because ultimately, if I can't be seen, if this business can't be seen, then the sales aren't going to come. Then I'm not going to be fulfilling my mission and purpose because the people who need me won't be able to find me. So a big part of this has really been visibility and focusing on letting go of my fear around being seen. Before I started my fitness coaching business, I hadn't used Instagram in years. I wasn't on social media at all. (laughs) I was watching other people on social media. I was watching, binging YouTube vlogs in 2017, but I wasn't posting anything. And so I went from being the silent person on Instagram, the lurker, to all of a sudden gaining a following, posting every day. I hated the thought of people knowing about me in my private life. For a long time, I hated it. I avoided posting about myself, talking about myself. And now I've literally filmed 40 minutes of content for you talking about myself and my business. And that's one thing we have to do as entrepreneurs is let ourselves be seen for our work again so that the people who need us can find us. 
And my visibility journey is another story in and of itself. By the way, I'm making notes of all of these different threads that I've brought up today so that I can eventually share my wisdom on all of them. And for my visibility journey, a big part of that has been healing my witch wound and doing a lot of shadow work around my past lifetimes where I was harmed or hurt or killed for being myself, for being a woman in spiritual leadership, for doing something different than the societal norm. And so in this lifetime, I had a lot of resistance to that. Of course, I would be the quiet kid at the back of the classroom because I had deep-seated subconscious fear of being killed and basically hung for being a witch in the square. That is a lifetime I've had, by the way, and having that happen again in this lifetime. So working on my visibility, letting myself be seen, helping my nervous system feel comfortable with being seen by showing my face on my Instagram stories, filming videos like this for this podcast for YouTube. Another thing that's been an absolute pivotal part of my success is really seeing myself as that expert in my field and seeing the X factor qualities that I have as an entrepreneur. So we don't talk about this enough in entrepreneurship, but we each, all of us, even you, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you have your own unique magic. That unique magic is you, your energy frequency. We all have an X factor. It's not a special thing that's only reserved to a certain number of people. We all have our own unique magic. And for me, it was finding that and discovering that and leaning into it and surrendering to it and being in that energy. That has also helped me find success as a business owner in a short period of time. Seeing that I'm pretty magnetic, not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty magnetic when it comes to showing up on video, when sharing my story like this, like in episode one, in the way that I post on social media, it gets people's attention. And I do that from a place of authenticity, from being my most true self. And you can do that too. So discovering your unique X factor, what makes you magic, what makes people come to you? What do people want from you? What do they ask you for? How do you help them? What are you known for? How do people remember you? That's your unique magic. That's your X factor. And knowing mine has been such a beautiful way to help me really gain confidence in my gifts and in doing this work. Another thing that's really interesting about entrepreneurship is, of course, the topic of money. And as an entrepreneur, we have to be focused on our sales in order to reach our sales goals, in order to create the money that we need, not just to survive, but create an abundance of income, a surplus of income, ideally, because as an entrepreneur, there is no ceiling for what you can create, which is one of the coolest things about, about this role in life, about this work. And one of the things that I have found with working with clients and one thing that really has helped me, and I'm sharing this with you in the hope that it will help you a bit in your own journey, is that we all have a bit of a cellular memory when it comes to money and income. So depending on what you are used to having in your life, the certain amount of money that you 
are used to receiving or earning or having at any given time, whether that be from a corporate job, whether that be from money that family has contributed to your life, whether that be from different sources of income investments, maybe equity from a house, you know, whatever it is, all of that income, your body, your beliefs are built around what you have, what you've experienced. Yes, of course, we build negative beliefs around money based on our childhood experiences. Absolutely. That's another topic for a future episode. (laughs) And also, depending on what we've been able to create so far in our adult life, we also have cellular memory around. So I guarantee you that if you're listening to this, more likely than not, you've had either a salary or a consistent income of some kind in some capacity. You're used to receiving a certain amount of money a month. Your beliefs are built around this. So guess what? When you go into entrepreneurship, you already have that built-in cellular memory. And when you shift your beliefs, you can also grow that cellular memory to create more. So for example, for me, my corporate job, I was receiving around $75,000 a year in my salary. That's pretty good for a corporate job, especially. And that was a from a promotional level that was not from my entry-level position. That was a higher level that I had achieved in this company in the hierarchy. And that salary was my cellular memory. It was used to receiving that amount of money. And so what was I able to create in my first year as a business owner? I kid you not, $75,000. That's what I was used to. That's what I knew. (laughs) And then in the years after that, I've been able to grow that money, grow that amount of money to be able to create six figures and then some in the years following that from shifting my beliefs around money, from shifting my belief that it is possible for me to have more to change my beliefs around worthiness and deservingness around money. So for you, if you're thinking about entrepreneurship, I don't want you to feel fear about it because you're already wired with beliefs about what you expect, standards around money. And for me, that really helped me so much was to have that built in. I didn't realize it at the time. I wish someone had told me this. Like, yeah, it'll be easy for you to recreate what you've already achieved. If you believe in yourself, if you trust yourself, if you trust your gut, if you follow your intuition. And the final thing that I want to mention is something that was really, has really been a game changer for me. And it's not the sexiest thing in the world. It's not the thing that you want to hear, you know, when it comes to being a business owner, being an entrepreneur. But what's really worked for me (laughs) is da 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 consistency, consistent effort reaps consistent results. I show up in my business. I work a normal schedule. So I mean, I work five days a week about, and then I take off on the weekend. So I don't work on the weekends. I'm not working more than you. (laughs) Sometimes I will say maybe I do work, you know, I don't always work a full day on Monday or Friday. So my number of hours a week definitely varies. And definitely working on, of course, always decreasing that. Although I know as a manifesting generator, I do have the capacity to handle a lot. Doesn't mean I always love that, but it does mean that I do have a lot of consistent space in my energy field to handle what I need to create. And so 
with that in mind, knowing that I've built this incredible business showing up every single day during the work week, of course, and then doing fun things for myself on the weekend, resting, spending time with the people that I love, I've been able to create a six-figure business in less than three years. I hit six figures in 2022. And it was not something that happened overnight. But I also don't shy away from the camera. I don't resist business tasks and projects that are percolating for months and months and months. Sometimes things need to take a little bit of time to sit like this podcast. But other things I do and I get done quickly. But there's always been consistent effort going on behind the scenes. That's what you don't always see on Instagram is being on your computer, (laughs) is showing up and filming the YouTube video even when you really aren't feeling it that day, or going in for your meditation practice, or getting on the client call, right? So that consistency has helped me be here. And it's not sexy, like I said, but it does work. So that is my business journey in a nutshell. I know that was a lot. There's a lot packed in here. I hope that left you with some powerful takeaways that you can apply to your own business journey. No matter what year you are in in your business, you are exactly where you need to be. If there's one thing I really believe in now more than anything else, it is divine timing. So trusting the timing and the timeline that you're on right now. Maybe you're on a more accelerated timeline where you're doing all of the things, or maybe you're on a timeline where you're really just grounding into and coming up with the vision, and you're in a space where you're working on creating, knowing that soon it will be time for you to really take action and get it all done. So no matter where you are, I want you to leave this episode with the feeling that You are exactly where you need to be on the timeline of your own business journey. It's all happening according to plan. And you were uniquely wired for this. It's like I was sharing my story at the beginning. So if you feel guided towards this lifestyle or growing this lifestyle or growing and increasing your impact, know that you are doing that for a reason. Your higher self, your guides are helping you create that, do that right along with you. And I want to be here with you every single step of the way. So don't hesitate to reach out if you're an entrepreneur and we can chat more about how I can help you on your own spiritual business journey and what that would look like. So thank you so much for joining me for this powerful episode. And I look forward to being with you, chatting with you in the next one. Bye for now. The portal is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. I invite you to join our community of mystics and spiritual seekers in my Emily the Mystic membership for more content, support, and fun just like this episode. You can check that out on my website, emilythemystic.com slash membership. Don't forget to send this podcast episode to a friend who needs to hear it, rate the show wherever you listen to your podcasts, and follow along on my Instagram and YouTube at Emily the Mystic. Don't worry, the portal will open again soon. See you then.